astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Happy Monday. <laughs> yeah, happy Monday. Um, well, exciting news. Today is the first new moon since finishing eclipse season. So those that hold off on manifesting during eclipse season, because it can be a little volatile, you can go back to kind of planting new seeds and setting out a plan or a wish list for the next 28 days. So we just experienced that technically this morning at 7 30 AM here, Monday morning. Mm -hmm. um, but if you missed it, of course you can still honor it tonight. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it just like Christmas day. Okay. Christmas day at a certain time we open presents, but there's a whole 30 day, you know, with there's weeks of stuff, yeah. preparatory yes. things that were in the mood. So I don't, yeah, it's not, I don't personally believe, I mean, I think it's, it's nice to focus the laser focus at, on the, the eve of, or the day of to focus on it, but you know, yeah, yeah. We we also, a window. There's yeah. a window there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think a lot of it's the intention around it or the ritual yes. around it that you yeah. create. It's the honor. I'll tell you, I think it's the honor. I like that word too. That we're we're part of this system. We're part of this world. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like forgetting someone's birthday, you know, two or three weeks late. Oh, you know, you can say happy birthday, but it's you know, it's not quite as strong as when the person that's on top of it connected <laughs> to the moment. Yeah. So, a little window. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Um, also Mercury moves direct here. We're almost yeah. in, we're in the final few days here, June 3rd. Of course, there still is like an aftershadow, but yes. we're almost out of Mercury retrograde. I am very curious how people have experienced this one because I've got such a two great stories. If okay. someone called me up, right, Kate, if I called you, I said, Kate, should I go out and get a new phone under Mercury retrograde? Yeah, I would say no. You might initially say, no, not a good idea, Mary. Don't do that. Wait until it goes direct. Well, um, I did go out and, and get a phone <laughs> under Mercury retrograde. And I'll tell you what, I got it free, which number one, that's really great. I mean, there was had a special, which I didn't even know of, but um, it went swimmingly well, I would say. But here's my rectification for it. I needed it a year ago. I should have replaced it a year ago mm. when it got dinged up pretty badly. And uh, I won't go into the details, but I finally did it. Mm. Remember how you always say re, R-E, yep. re, do, re, this. Well, I revisit. basically revisit this point. I've been putting up with a you know less than stellar phone for uh, over a year. And I finally just took care of it. Yeah, I was also going to say, you know, the phone thing, you know, Mercury, rules communication and then it's right. in the sign of gemini which doubles down on that mm -hmm. because they're ruled by each other so language communication i mean gosh maybe <laughs> it's more suitable 
as well, because you were putting the focus on something that was going to better your communication. Yeah. 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 It was long overdue. That's the key part. It was long overdue. So when, again, just for future Mercury retrogrades for people, you know, when something really needs to get done, that you've been putting off and putting off and putting off Mercury retrograde can finally be a great time to finally pull the trigger and do it. Yeah. And just, can I have another story as well? Please, please. (laughs) Two years ago, we had our landscaper over and we spoke about a project that was going to be done in our backyard. He, uh, and it was a laundry list. He did everything but the big project. He took care of all the uh, smaller immediate issues. And he goes, I'll be back for that big issue that we're going to address. Never. I I texted him once Uh in 2021 saying, what about that project? He goes, oh yeah, we'll do it. I did it again. I sent him another text last week and he says, yeah, let's do it this weekend. And I am proud to say the project got done. Wow. Call these people back, you know, that, that have been, you know, putting you on the, you know, putting you out of, you know, the lane doing what they're supposed to do for you, what they've agreed to do for you. So I I thought I really, this Mercury retrograde has really. Mercury retrograde is so feared. Yeah. And it's like so blamed for everything. And I think once you change that mentality of saying, no, I'm going to use this time to finally reorganize that closet or redo my website or recreate this protocol, it kind of gives you permission to do some of those nitty gritty things. Because like, for example, getting a phone, a new phone's exciting, but then there's, for me, at least there's always worry, like, well, are all my pictures going to come over? All my contacts going to come over or, you know, double texting your landscaper. The last time you text 2021, (laughs) another message those can be awkward things that are tedious. And so saying like, Hey, here's the window to do it. Here's the permission. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And ask again, ask again. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't think I necessarily have any great stories for this, but I have just been on my website, you know, kind of nip, (laughs) what was I going to say, like nip and tucking it, but just updating it, making sure everything's cohesive, um, like strengthening my Google, my business piece of it. Cause I have the website and the Google, my business. I know it's all just like very boring technical stuff, stuff, but very mercury Gemini energy, the details. details. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, well, anyhow, a few so, more days in case yes. you haven't completely taken advantage of it. June 3rd, Mercury will finally go direct. Yes. So a couple um, episodes ago, we started talking about Saturn retrograde mm-hmm. and we thought let's dive a little bit deeper into it because there's so many pieces to Saturn. One, we've been talking about Saturn since early 2020 when Saturn moved into Aquarius right. March 2020, right. March, 2020. So we're going to be talking about going into the bookend of that energy, Mm -hmm. but right before it goes into the bookend, it's Mm going to retrograde. So it is retrograding the day after, right. The day after Mercury goes direct Saturn's going to take its turn to go retrograde. So June 4th, it'll retrograde at 25 degrees Aquarius. So if you know your chart, um, look to see where does 25 degrees of Aquarius fall. And so we're going to walk through all 12 of the signs. We're going to be a little bit, how did you, I don't know what word you used to describe that when we were talking, but a little bit more, not aggressive, but 
maybe call some people out. <laughs> yeah, basically kind of calling people out possibly on what they're doing or what you know they should be doing that they're not doing. So yeah, I had to have Kate read over what I put together. <laughs> I thought like, is this too personal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Okay. So I always like to use the idea that Saturn is considered the adulting planet. He's very responsible, uh, very dutiful. And when it, he retrogrades, it's can be associated with delays, obstructions. Um, of course we can bring in health issues. Um, but with any retrograde, we do have to still bring in that idea of re what do you need to readdress? Maybe something that you thought was over now it's coming back up again. Well, these slow moving planets, which Saturn clearly is, uh, they have a heaviness to them. Yeah. So it's you, we could use the analogy of an elephant sitting on your chest. You're feeling it. You're feeling like, Oh God, I should be doing this, but I'm not, I'm going to go do this instead. And I'll come back and worry about it later. So there's a heaviness with this. And this, when planets go retrograde, just for anyone who doesn't quite understand what that is, it's the idea that from our from visually, it looks like it's slowing down. In fact, it looks like it's going to come to a stop. Right. We're all in motion, right? The yep. world, you know, the earth's in motion, all the planets are in motion. So it looks like it stops. That's when the, they make these energies make their biggest imprint. Yeah. Because like when the planet's moving fast, it, you know, sometimes it can, Jupiter, when it's moving fast can run over your sun it, it, within a week and be gone. And okay. Did I, how, how, how did I feel that? Maybe <laughs> not, you know, it was, it happened so fast. This you can't miss. Yeah. Cause it hangs out for a while. It hangs out. Exactly. I, uh, several ep- episodes ago, when we were talking about a retrograde, you gave the idea of like putting a shoe, you know, stepping in your shoe on a white carpet, mm-hmm. you know, and okay. Yeah. That might not make a big imprint, just really a quick step on the white carpet. But if you pivot your mm-hmm. shoe on that white carpet, and as people oh, are listening, yeah. they might be cringing like, Oh, yeah. right. But that's more, most likely going to leave some sort of imprint or stain on the carpet that whatever was on the bottom of the shoe is going to rub off onto that white carpet. Mm-hmm. So that is also another visual, if you will, to think about retrogrades is it sits there, it sits on the carpet and mm-hmm. it, it kind of wiggles itself around and says, I'm here, I'm making yeah. myself comfortable yeah. Yeah. in these, in this degree. And Saturn retrograde can really put the focus on where an individual is lacking, where they're lacking in some area, uh, what they didn't do, uh, maybe their integrity, you know, they're acting out of integrity, or maybe they are lacking self-discipline in a matter. So it really highlights, I don't want to say the negative side, but generally it does. Generally, it shows this sense of, you know, oh, step back and start reflecting about what you're doing and you know, how you're reacting. Is this appropriate? Is there a better way? I agree. I, when I talk to clients that are going through like a Saturn conjunction in their chart, Mm -hmm. let's just say like a relationship is in question and they're going through a Saturn because Saturn starts questioning our structures. Where are we living? Who are we in a relationship with? And of course, clients always want to know, well, is our relationship going to survive? <laughs> you know, right? and I say yeah. Saturn, well, you have to be reconsidering how you are living. And mm-hmm. so let's just say 
yeah, breaking up, of course, that'd be an easy way. Now I'm living at a different address. Now I'm, I have a new boyfriend. Right. Right. If you're going to stay though, I say it's more than just one conversation. Saturn isn't just, oh, we're going to have a conversation about something, (laughs) right? Saturn requires a lot of action or new protocols or new structures that go into place. Like, okay, we're going to go to therapy every Mm -hmm. week. Oh, Mm -hmm. we're going to change your work schedule. So we have more time together. Like it really does require a lot of, a lot of action. It's not just one simple conversation. And now we've dealt with Saturn. Well, it's like sustain. The word is sustainability. Mm, yeah. You know, again, you could, if, if I throw one cup into the recycling bin <laughs> a day, but the rest of the time I throw it out in the street or in the garbage, you know, right. That's yeah. not sustainability. That's just, okay. Okay. I didn't yell this time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't slam the door like I usually do today. So the idea you're looking for is this sustainable? That's the big question. And so that's where we're going to get personal with people about, okay, what you're doing, is it sustainable? Is it working for you? Yeah. Um, I have some optimism here that, you know, um, and this is, uh, this, these are words from Steve Forrest, who's a great evolutionary astrologer who I respect a lot. He says, Saturn going retrograde is suggest is a change in the tide. There's a change in the mood. There's a change in the attitude. So the idea of the tide, we tide comes in, tide comes out. So the idea is you might reverse, literally reverse or identify something that I didn't even realize I was doing it. Yeah. And this is the perfect window. That's why we're talking about it. This is the perfect window uh, right here, starting this week, later this week. I think you're already under it because it's 25 degrees Aquarius. Uh, since May 18th, Saturn's already been at 25 degrees. So you don't have to wait until the exact day. Yes. Kind of going back to that conversation you opened up with, with the new moon. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to be outside at that exact moment to use it, uh, to uh, benefit from the right. energy. Right. It was something, if I could throw this in, it's a sad topic. I, we're not going to go down this road too much, but This is generally for individuals, I would say you might be confronted with your weakness. You might be confronted with your error of your ways. And what happened this week, but Uvalde, the police department had to walk back their heroic version of events Mm -hmm. and they had to face, oh, the protocol that was used and maybe, maybe not the appropriate protocol to have used. So there's a case where the change in the tide, the change in the attitude, there's hundreds of conversations going on within law enforcement. Yeah. Right. About, uh, was that the right thing to do? Right. And so Saturn rules the protocols or the process and here Saturn's retrograding. And so now the idea that they have to rethink, or maybe there's new plans that go into place of how things would be handled in the future. Right. New training. Um, Yeah. Dismissal of certain personnel, maybe, you know, hopefully. Right. (laughs) I mean, there's all sorts of things that that will we, and not just Texas, this will bleed out across the country. Right. Right. So we, you, we mentioned that Saturn moved into Aquarius Mm -hmm. in March. So I just want to reiterate that. March, March 2020. 2020, I'm sorry, that we are in the home stretch of Saturn in Aquarius. We're in the last eight months of it. 
So as of February, I think, or uh, March of 2023, Saturn will finally move into Pisces. So as we're finishing out, we call these like the bookends, kind of like what happened when the energy moved in. Of course, it was COVID, like COVID made its appearance in that window because we had the Saturn-Pluto conjunction right around there. So don't let that cloud too much of what was going on in your personal life. How did it affect you, right? What were you doing? It has to, there has to be a bookend as we close this energy out. So and that book, that story is very personal to each individual. Right. 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 Yeah. So that's what we're kind of needling that today about, okay, you're coming to the end. There's eight months left. How are you going to spend those last eight months? Because Saturn in, I like your word adulting because it's helping you to grow up, mature, handle things maybe in a better way than you did five years ago, or in this case, three years ago, two years ago. Right. So Saturn will retrograde June 4th and it won't go direct until October 23rd. So we have a few months with this retrograde energy. Mm -hmm. Um, When we talk about just the country, I know you threw in the idea of Texas already, um, Mm -hmm. but you use that word about like turning of the tide. Yeah. And it is very interesting how many things are kind of up in the air right now mm-hmm. about, you know, of course, gun control is back in right um, back on the table. The media. Um, it sounds like the student debt that Biden dismissing maybe $10,000 worth of student debt is back on the table. Mm-hmm. Of course, we've talked about abortion being back on the table. And that's going to be decided the next 30 days because they go on recess. I think June 30th, I think they go on recess. So that's yeah. coming. Yeah. Um, also like Russia with what Putin's um, role is as well as back on being on the table. So it's like, we do have a lot of things that are being discussed that really could turn the tide, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And this is just probably just, was just, this was off the top of our heads. Right. I'm right. sure there's hundreds of other issues that are being decided, rethinking, re-strategizing. I know. And I'm just trying to think, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm just at a loss right now, but I'm trying to think like the last like big thing that was up that would affect so many people. Like the like last ruling that was up that would affect so many. Right. I mean, laws are passed, laws yeah. and protocols, yeah. processes, they're they're approved all the time. Right. Gay marriage would have been one. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Which that, that I think is back on the table too. Really? Isn't it? I'm pretty sure that. Well, maybe in certain states it may be. Yeah. I, I wasn't aware of yeah. it. I don't doubt it somewhere. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Oof. One other thing too, just if we're ta- while we're talking about the USA, you know, we've talked about the Pluto return for us, mm-hmm. uh, but the moon in the US chart sits at 27 degrees of Aquarius. So right. you might've heard us say Saturn's been at 25 degrees here. It's going to retrograde off, mm. but uh, you know, in, in our charts, we only go through this every 29 and a half years. So I do think that'll probably be another episode. <laughs> that we'll talk about, but it's happening. Um, you know, the moon would be why children, why maybe children are being discussed. We're talking about babies with abortion. We're talking about obviously Mm -hmm. school shootings. Children seem to be a huge topic. And I think that will just get stronger as we then go into that October through, uh, March window. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, the moon, I believe in the US chart would represent just the people, just the commoner, not elected people, the commoner person in Saturn is usually, and some people might say, might say, oh, that's the inflation, the repression, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, uh, another conversation. Sure. The day. Another podcast, right? Yeah. So most importantly, how, what is this message for you, right? Yeah, what, what is your change in the tide? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is very personal. I think each person needs to almost sit down with another person and kind of talk this out to them about what, what they think is going on and where maybe they're considering that, oh, maybe I should have done something already. Yeah. Um, or two, I mean, because we talk about Saturn isn't just one conversation. Well, Saturn isn't just, oh, I threw out the recycling one time. Right. You know, so it's possible that you got some steam to change something and then we reverted back to our old ways or mm-hmm. money, be- money became an issue or a relationship, something kind of stopped it. You mm-hmm. still have an opportunity to bring back that same momentum, or it just could naturally happen as we start going into that bookend season of this energy. So, right. right. And, and, and oftentimes under uh, Saturn retrograde, you think you've solved it. You think, okay, I did, I did what I need to do. And then you, then you realize, oh God, it's still there. It's still, it's, I haven't gotten, I haven't, I need to do something more. I'm, I'll tell, I'll tell my story when we okay. get to Aquarius. Okay. okay. <laughs> Make it good, Kate. It's, no. not bad. it's not, it's, it's rather boring, but that's oh, the okay. point is yeah, that it yeah. doesn't always have to be something life shattering. No, it's not shocking. It's not gossipy necessarily. No. This is just stuff business that needs to be handled. Yeah. Let's start with Aries. Okay. Sign Aries. And by the way, I thought we'd do it a little bit differently this year. Maybe that we would do Aries and then do Libra because I would encourage Aries to listen to Libra and I would encourage Libra to listen to Aries because they're probably going to identify with a little bit of both. I mean, one more than the other, obviously, but a little bit of the other as well. Yeah. So we are doing this based off of a solar Yes. Solar astrology. So if you know your rising sign, you can listen to that one as well. So this would be for Aries or Aries rising. Mm -hmm. Um, The question would be, did you resolve the issue related to the team or to the group? Yeah. So I'm assuming since March of 2020, most um, Aries have separated themselves from some sort of group, whether, uh, they wanted to, or they were forced out. And And this could be work, could be teams within the workplace. Could be a church. Oh yeah, easily. And, but you know what? It could be even family. There's this kind of sad part of it. It could Mm -hmm. even be, you know, so it's, it's, you know, we have more groups than we think. Some people say, I'm not a group person. Oh yeah. You know, (laughs) you probably have more of a group person than you realize. Absolutely. So are there still, um, toxic people within your group? Mm-hmm. Have you joined that new group yet? Have you found where you belong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what is the toxicity that still may be in your circle of people? Yeah. Uh, and again, that's, that's harsh because some people may say, well, it's beyond out of my control. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with this very intense issue. It's not, you know, I'm, but the point is whatever you can do to mitigate it, to identify it, right? To help process it or other storylines going, yeah, I still have this 
crazy coworker, you know, or this uh, uh, overriding boss that is, you know, uh, stressing me out. Yeah. Well, or two, let's say like you got laid off around March of 2020. Yeah. And you were forced out of a group. Have you found your new passion? Have you made a decision? Am I going to go back to that industry? Am I going to go into a new industry? You might still be kind of, what's the world word like grappling Mm -hmm. for like where you belong. Yeah, This is a good window to finally feel like, oh, I found something where I can belong again. So Libras, even though we've been talking about Aries, I want Libras to think, God, some of that might be true. So Libra, you might be listening to and going like, yeah, I've got some toxic people in my life, right? you know, and I need to separate from them. I'm not returning their phone calls as quickly. I'm, I didn't go to a couple of events because I know they're going to be there. You might be weaning somebody out of your circle. Yeah. I just want to kind of do a bridge there for that Libras can maybe relate as well to some of those concepts. Absolutely. I think Libras of their big thing has been their healthcare yeah. about either having or choosing one of the two to monitor their body more closely. Mm-hmm. And whether that is the bathroom scale, or whether that's their blood pressure, whether it's the body not functioning as well, Libras have been under an influence since March of 2020 of a little bit of a depressive um, vitality, depressive vitality. That doesn't mean they don't get out of bed and go to work and no. do what they need to do, but they may come home and just go, oh, you know, I don't feel great or I need to sleep or, you know, that type of thing. So we're not talking major disease here. We're talking no. about this idea of like, just feeling like their body is not functioning as well as it could be. Yep. I know I have a main Libra in my life and, you know, the joke's been like, oh, well, since you've had COVID, like you're sick every week, you know, but just mm-hmm. the, the doctor's po- appointments have been, uh, very frequent. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like there's been so many like shingles, COVID bronchitis, mm-hmm. just one thing after the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, are you like mom said, I mean, the focus should be your healthcare, but like, are you monitoring, like, are you monitoring it? Are you taking right. care of it? Mm-hmm. Are you being active? And at least those that are associated with children might have found that they have prioritized their children in some way that has made their schedule more difficult or that has taken them away from stuff that they want to do. So this is a difficult one because it does suggest Libras might have had to prioritize children or chosen to prioritize children over themselves. And, you know, we can't criticize that, right? Unless it's been to that point of not good for the person. Right. Right. And that other thing about, you know, I suspect with that energy Saturn in uh, Libra's fifth house, there's probably they have received some formal, formal appreciation, whether that they got a certificate or a trophy or a recommendation. So the question is to Libra's is, have you shown appreciation for those that have honored you? Mm. Do you need to reciprocate it in some way? And the worst question would be, of course, Oh, has your, has your, is your ego out of check because of that? Yeah, I agree that fifth house, we have to talk about ego. And so whether you've gotten a boss above you that, you know, you've kind of felt high and mighty and now the boss has come in and now you're having to check your ego right? about, do I feel like, you know, oh, that's acceptable for them to talk to me like that. I used to be 
you know, the big bad boy around here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There could be a lot of confrontations with that energy. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If we switch gears and start talking about Taurus and Scorpio. So again, you can do this based on your sun sign or your rising sign. Uh, Taurus, we have to talk about, like, have you taken the steps to become more Mm self-sufficient? So how do you feel about where you work, about where you're living? There is time to still resolve both. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the big thing for Taurus is maybe um, if they've learned to drop the judgment in a judgmental attitude sometimes like I would never do that oh my god you know that big reaction oh I see okay you know the idea because they've had they've kind of been in this responsibility uh aspect here and uh carrying those responsibilities oftentimes you start seeing oh this is how other people feel I get it now so to speak so anyhow uh the good news for Taurus would be this heavy responsibility and problem solving maybe uh, may, well, it, it's on its way out, but of course, doesn't mean there still isn't a few more uh, responsibilities yeah. to take under. Sure. So they just need to hang in there. But again, they're getting a feeling of what other people have been going through maybe for some time routinely. Mm-hmm. And it's a great time as well to readdress, you know, where they're living or their floor plan. Oh, that it can get into just the very mundane or very physical plane of their life. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they may have carried someone else's responsibility under this energy and, Oh, you know, it's exhausting to work two jobs or to cover for somebody else who's not functioning well. Right. Um, when we talk about Scorpio, so of course that's mom. Oh, I so Um, relate to this one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so aspect in that fourth house. So of course we've, we've joked about how many boxes or bags have you donated or given away? Um, you know, how has the, the home changed? Mm -hmm. What projects are left on your list? Have you addressed the flooring, the tree trimming, the front door? Right. It's all structural, big stuff happening there. Um, you know, and I just got to insert my personal story here because March 2020 with COVID, you know, Bill, my husband, you know, obviously stayed home from school at that point and then went into retirement right after that. So that was that March 2020 was, mm-hmm. you know, Bill was now here 24 seven, which turned out we we're highly compatible, I would say. So that wasn't the big deal, but there was a sudden shift in the demeanor, the pattern, the schedule, what was going on in the home environment. Um, and yeah, cause so, you work from home. So you used to have yeah. the house to yourself from yes, 7am yeah, exactly. to 4pm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So things changed there, which that was fine, but it was very structural change. And then, um, the idea, I think one of the more subtler sides of this energy has been the sorting of memories, sorting out a lot more reflecting back, thinking about little storylines from the past or Googling people, Googling people you went to school with or trying to figure out where they are, what what they're about or what's happened to them. Um, So this has been a real assessment here of kind of marking time, marking time. And anyone in all of Scorpios out there that have hauled things off to goodwill, you look at things and going, it was a bygone era. Mm -hmm. Right. I have a great little story there about a, a porcelain Chinese doll that, you know, I had her for 40 years and, you know, okay, what am I doing with this doll at this point? 
give it away, get, you know, get it move. It's time to move on. You're no longer in that time capsule that you were in at, at, you know, 40 years ago. Yeah. So on some level, this is very philosophical now, you know, the home changes that Scorpios have been making are reflecting their hope for the future. Mm. Some newness coming into their life. Yeah. I like that. You know, and, and if necessary for some, it might be just claiming your space for yourself, some space for yourself within your home environment. And again, that sounds like ridiculous for isn't, doesn't everybody have that, you know, from your feng shui days, right? Yeah. That many times you're in a home and, you know, I know I have said when, when I'm talking to the woman, particularly, I go, where do you sit in this house? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you at in this house? I don't see you in this house. I see your kids. I see your spouse. I see the animals. Where are you? Yeah, I say that a lot where I'm like, I don't even know anything about you based on your home because right. people want to make them look so perfect and cookie yeah. cutter. And you would think, oh, that's great feng shui, <laughs> no clutter. No, you know, but at the same time, people have cleaned themselves out of their own homes. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh. So anyhow, Scorpios. So again, Tauruses might have heard a little bit of that Scorpio and said, oh no, that's I've done that too. They're opposing each other. It's it's a, called an axis in astrology. And oftentimes one can't exist without the other, so to speak. Uh, so they're um, they they care, they rob from two different places, I'll say. Right. Uh, when we switch over to Gemini and Sagittarius. So again, either based on your sun or your rising sign, you know, since 20 March, 2020 for Gemini's look back and look at the process, the progress that you've made. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like they've been maybe running, um, a marathon about uh, for apprenticeship or even feeling like they're auditioning to yeah. a certain extent. I'd like to audition for two months, two years, two years, me, two years. Yeah. I'm auditioning every day. And it might even, it's silly because it might be a capacity that you had already been working in right? that something changed about that, whether you were trying to expand a personal business. Mm -hmm. So you felt like I was going in and I was pitching my service to new people, even though I've run this company for 10 years, or maybe you had a changeover in management and they don't relate to you the way that your old boss did. And so you feel like you've been re-auditioning for your position, even though you might have the same title, you might have the same pay, right? But there's a need to prove yourself. Right. And, and that could be, and I would, the silver lining, I think in this one is that look, uh, look up, look above Gemini's look above you. Who is, who, who do you think is smarter, brighter, and basically it's still a very fabulous time to be aligning with that person. Some people might say, oh, I have, a, I'm going to have a new mentor, yeah. but it could be a new role model as well. You don't have to have a one-on-one with a person to, uh, to achieve or to learn through that person. Yeah. And I think Gemini's also might be poking holes in some life not lifelong beliefs, but beliefs that they've had for a long time Mm. where, you know, you might say like, oh, I'm going to retire with this company. And maybe now little thoughts are creeping in where you're saying, wow, I actually might not always do this. Right. I might do something else. So you might be contradicting yourself to a certain extent in some areas. Right. And I do think that Gemini's might be putting their eye on some, you know, it could be a plum position, something maybe that they're thinking about that they would be thinking maybe not 
may be here in the next 30 days or 60 days, uh, but they've got their eye on something that might be more appropriate maybe for 2023. Yeah, yeah. Oh, should we throw in that Mars, this is just a side point for Gemini's, Mars is gonna go retrograde at 25 Gemini uh, come this fall, October 30th on my birthday, by the way. Oh. Uh, and so that's just something to keep in mind. If you know you're, you know, Gemini's, be careful, particularly the late Gemini's, the Gemini's that are right before cancer. Uh, those would be ones that uh, might be thinking about that in terms if they've got something big scheduled, scheduled for the month of October and November, in particular, those two months. So that's just a heads okay. up. And late Gemini's would be like June 15th to June 21st. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, for Sagittarius um, or Sagittarius rising, uh, you might be asking how many times have you shifted your schedule here <laughs> uh, since March of 2020 that the schedule, you might feel like you're more, I don't know what I want to say, like, uh, Blowing in the wind, <laughs> blowing in the wind, or I was almost going to say like almost self-employed where you oh, may yeah. be a little bit more in control of your schedule, mm -hmm. even if you work in a corporate job, just that it, it might feel very different than how you've worked in the past. You know what? It's just kind of going, it's like going to work and relearning something every day, learning, oh, here's the better way. Here's the newer way. Oh, here's a new program to, to figure out. Uh, this is the new uh, protocol for this. It's like the day-to-day the -day routine has been, you've, a lot of adaptation has been required. Yeah. And I suspect they've had a lot of paperwork, maybe excessive amount of paperwork. So whether that's, I need to read all this material, I need to grasp it, or oh my God, I can fill out this form, I have to fill out that form. And yes, maybe in that idea that I have to do it multiple times, mm -hmm. because it doesn't go through the first time or something of that nature, or the idea that there's just, uh, you know, uh, cues I need to stand in. Uh, hopefully there's not too much of that going on yet. You know, yeah. it seems like we've gone away from standing in queues, but this would be this idea of having to show up and yeah, at the DMV a couple of times before you get everything done that you need to get done. And I think another good word for this arena would be like qualified, like where have you gotten qualified? Mm -hmm. Have you, and it, it sounds a little bit like that Gemini about proving yourself, but right. certifications, qualifications. Mm -hmm. showing your merits, mm -hmm. that would all be very supported. And I think one of the challenges of the Saturn being in Sagittarius, just third house of communication is they might have felt that they've just grown silent. Like there's no reason for me to say anything because they're not going to listen to me anyhow. So it could mm -hmm. be kind of a woe was me potentially, but it also could be the idea that are you, what you want to talk about could be uncomfortable. And so therefore you're selective about who you're going to say something to or not. So the question, the, the, the challenge may be, you know, of finding the right person to speak to, to address this issue or problem, or just, you know, sharing these, these thoughts. It doesn't have to be a problem, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, it's exhausting. That's what I'm trying to say. Saturn's gone retrograde in this area. So you still, you don't, this one I might frame is, okay, just hang in there. You know, it's going to get a little bit better, so to speak, but this idea of having to learn so much mundane knowledge, information and scheduling, we didn't even mention the word scheduling, a lot of complexities, right? Well, we said that their schedule might be in flux. Yeah. But, but absolutely. They could be, they could be managing 
complexities in scheduling. True. True. Uh, let's move to cancers and Capricorn. So again, Cap Capricorn or cancer sun or rising for Capricorns, I'm sorry, for cancers, mm -hmm. uh, since March of 2020 probably have had to deal with some very serious, uh, topics around financials around shared monies or heavy issues related to, okay, what do I own? How much money do I have? What is mine? What is yours? Yeah, it's been a great time and still not too late, right? This is the idea to address wills, to look at your retirement income, what's happening there. You need to set up some program to start contributing. Uh, this could be, oh, we're trying to accelerate our payments to pay off the car, the house. Uh, great, it's not too late. Clean it up, clean it up. And this is one we might say, right? We might say, yeah, you really do want to clean this up. And again, we're kind of looking already by this, uh, certainly by the end of the year, right? Because yeah. we do know, we know that what's coming next, uh, we'll be talking about Pluto as it moves in. So you, we definitely want to clean up financial matters. And that might mean planning for the future. So it's not that I'm going to die tomorrow, but we need to have something that we need the paperwork in place. What if I did die, right? Is what is the, is there life insurance? Is there not? So basic, simple issues like that, or maybe even a loved one, a parent, an elder, encouraging them. Let's get something set up here. Yeah, this area of the astrology wheel brings up a lot of um, awareness around mortality, mm -hmm. and of course, whenever I say that in an appointment, everyone just automatically assumes like, oh, someone's going to pass away. Yes, right. Which, of course, we do have to throw that in there, but. Um, you know, it can even come very simple where I've, I've walked people through this energy and they just become kind of obsessed with how much money do I have for retirement, right. you know, and that is a mortality thing, mm -hmm. you know, about like, okay, like how, how long am I going to live and figuring out how much money will I have to survive on every month? You know, it's not a death thing, but it's very, it's awareness of the cycles, the cycles of if I'm not working, will money still be coming in? So I've seen clients under this energy really get into investing, like you talked about their finances, getting into gold and silver. Right. Yeah. And the, the funnest part we should definitely include is, you know, this brings out a lot of sexual awakenings. Yeah. Uh, sexual awakenings and, and, and run with that in any direction you want to, because this becomes aware people question their sexual life. They can question their sexual identity. They can be open-minded or they can say, I'm done with that. I'm booking, talk about a bookend. Okay. I'm done being sexually active type of thing. They can be at that point. Depends where you're at on that spectrum, but there's a lot of focus here on sexual, uh, uh, awareness and there's a lot of focus on healing modalities so very good for seeking out therapy uh, or having cathartic experiences that you know wake you up to something that needs to be addressed yeah. psychologically emotionally that type of thing yeah again i hope the capricorns were listening because they could have been some of those topics might have resonated with them as well yeah, because Capricorns, we're still going to talk about the money piece, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, sources of income, they might have been challenging. There mm -hmm. might have needed to be some ad, um, adaptation that came, uh, comes around money. How do I make my money? How am I working to make my money? 
Um, and I do think that there should be some focus as well for them about how can they protect themselves from future challenges. Right. Um, they might be becoming more discriminative of where they're spending their money, how they're investing it, anything that's been kind of more wasteful. They might be kicking those things to the side. They might be reorientating what they value when it comes to how they spend their money. So is the value there? What does that bring to my life? Mm -hmm. And on a much happier note, I would say this, that with Saturn in that solar second house for Capricorns, um, if they, they may have found love, it may be a mature type of love, maybe one that doesn't have a lot of whistles and bells and high end romance, but it's like, this works. This person's got my back. We have similar values. We like each other. I'm going to say this would be a great time to commit. Okay. Um, next, let's talk about Leo and Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So uh, Leo's or Leo rising relationships have been, you know, in the focus, I would think that is both professional and personal. And so there, you know, it sounds a little bit like Aries where they had to separate themselves from a group, but this is maybe from where have they encountered separations in long-term friendships, in lovers and people that they felt were like really loyal to them or people that they were supposed to be very loyal to. So the test is almost over for that. Um, but, you know, they might feel like they've been bounced back and forth between a lot of people since uh, March of 2020. Yeah, their loyalties could have been tested. Oh, I don't fit into that group anymore because of this. Because yeah. I think this, or I live this way, now I'm out, but I'm into this circle. So the idea of these new connections should be lifting you up. Uh, and of course, if you've addressed, I understand Saturn retrograde, maybe you're going, yeah, I know I got a problem. I'm still working on it. You could be just saying back off. I, I, I know what my issue is. Just be aware that it's coming to conclusion. You are making some progress here. Um, and you should be, like I said, looking for the new connections that lift you up and anyone who has, you know, is in there with you that you still feel good about their gold, their gold really can count on those. This energy has a tendency to really separate, um, what's working and what's not in the area of relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And for Aquarius, there is a continued focus on self-care yeah. on um, addressing symptoms, particularly those related to structural aspects of the body, the bones, the teeth, the skin. Um, that's where my story comes in, where I thought, you know, I, I, I thought my dental work was done. Yeah. I've been under a bunch of dental work. And mm -hmm. then I finished my last appointment here this last week. And you said, okay, next time when I see you for the cleaning, I'm going to sit down with you for 20 minutes and discuss the whole plan for your mouth. And I'm like, I thought we were done. Yeah. Like I just had my first root canal and I got a cap thing on it or whatever it's called crown on it. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was the big thing. I thought we were good. And now he's saying there's going to be a whole plan to come when I see him next month. Oh, so God. Oh my gosh. So we'll see what again, but we're in retrograde. We'll be in retrograde at the time. So again, mm -hmm. something that I thought was complete 
might not be completely done. So very mundane. I know it's well, it's not exciting. It's what it sounds, Kate. Very expensive. <laughs> when they very do it in expensive. a plan, you know, there's something. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, I also think uh, just being very conscious of what you have outgrown. So what have you stepped back from? What have you taken a break from something that maybe you used to be very involved with someone used to be very involved with, uh, something that was kind of a center of your life. Maybe you've walked away from it. Uh, this area also has to do with your handshake. So great time to design a new business card, a new digital signature, um, you might be updating how you present yourself to the world again, whether that's very physical or whether it's the, like the physical website that people go to in order to learn about you. Yeah. It, it's always very factual. It's not like, well, she's kind of doing this. It's like, no, now she's doing this. Now she's not doing that. She's referring that to somebody else. So I say, I use the metaphor of sharpening a pencil you know, under this energy, you want to be very to the point and direct. This is what I do. I don't do that. You know, get very specific here. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's not as blurry, like, oh, yeah, I can do it. Oh, I'll do it that way. Oh, I can. Yeah, I'll do it this way for you. No, right. this is the way I do it. This is the way I perform the best. Yes. And then lastly, we'll talk about Virgo and Pisces. So uh, again, Virgo sun or Virgo rising put so much focus on reworking the work environment. How are you serving? So you might thought have thought you had a new plan in place for work. It's possible that you are not done yet. It is. And for those who are not actively cannot relate to the work environment is you covered the idea of how are you serving? How are you showing up? How are you helping people? Um, uh, it also has a lot to do with paperwork, a lot of paperwork that Virgos might have just been overwhelmed with of what it takes to, again, do, do more sophisticated financial things, multi-step processes. Yeah, they, that's been, they've been overwhelmed in that area. One of the things that I um, have lear- recently learned is also that concept of unequal relationships. Virgo going through that already in their sixth house suggests they've become very aware of like how power has shifted, how they're two steps ahead of somebody, or now they're underneath somebody. So it's kind of the staircase energy and really focusing on sometimes the inequality that is there in the relationships that shouldn't be. Yep. And sometimes, of course, it needs to be if you're the teacher and someone signs up to be the student, you know, we can't have the student, right, yeah. leading the class every day. Right. Uh, so there's sometimes that unequal relationships come in very handy. But, um, um, you know, Virgo has been in the midst of these uh, relationships here that have gotten a little complicated, I would say. Yeah. So not done yet. You might be reworking that yes. environment. And still that continued focus on diet and the digestive tract, very strong. Yeah. And same, then we go to Pisces. You might feel like you relate to some of that as well. Um, but there has been, I would think a big need for Pisces to be working behind the scenes um, for other people. They feel like maybe they haven't gotten accolades or applause for what they've done. People might be a little confused as to what you've been up to. 
Well, and uh, can I clarify that? Because when you say behind the scenes, I kind of have an idea, but what does that mean? You know, sometimes this is where you're, you're working on a big project, but you're behind the scenes. You're not getting any of the glory yeah. of, of the lead people on the team. You're, you know, you're in the stack, so to speak, you know, just filing all this stuff. So you're oftentimes pushed to the back. Mm-hmm. This makes sense. It's like uh, the patient in a hospital is everything. The nurses there are behind the scenes. You know, they're doing things, you know, that no one's going to credit them for. All the focus is on what's going on with the patient themselves. So it's oftentimes, this has been a great time for Pisces if they've been working in the healing environment. Yeah, I was going to say, or they take a back seat to the doctor because that's why I was like, what did the doctor well, say? Oh, Even though the nurse yeah. was there maybe 95% of the time doing everything. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So there's some, I'm just saying Pisces have been relegated somehow. They've been pushed back. They could be doing immense work, great work. Yeah. But they might not be seen or appreciated. And there could be maybe translated as a lot of stuff going on within, meaning uh, maybe focus being placed on their spirituality or their even their inner healing. Yeah, absolutely. So other people, like, again, sometimes maybe it's more so that you have been working and you just haven't been getting the credit. Yeah. That could play like that. I have seen some Pisces as well, kind of retire from what they were doing Mm -hmm. and they have gone a little bit behind the scenes where they're not as active on social media. They're not posting about their workplace. So people are kind of wondering, what are you, what are you doing? And a lot of them have, I've heard them say that they're taking some sort of like spiritual hiatus where they're really just working on themselves. So a couple of different ways to live out that behind the scene, but there is a need for some inner healing. And the nice thing is, well, I don't know the nice thing, um, but Aquarius, I'm sorry, well, Saturn will be moving into Pisces as of March of 2023. So it will be moving into your sign and then really giving you that oomph to restructure and to probably come out with a new title, a new handshake, a new business card. What are you doing next? So use this this quiet before the storm. Right. This, I would say this is like being pregnant, like, you know, just kind of enjoy that journey because next year the baby's going to be here and you're going to have to. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot coming for Pisces. Absolutely. So we did go a little bit long today, but we wanted to make sure that we touched on all 12 of the signs. Um, So mom did just kind of allude already to Mars retrograde happening at 25 degrees Gemini in the fall. And then of course I just talked about Saturn then moving into Pisces as of March of 2023. So these are in the future, but it's nice to have a heads up. So we wouldn't, we don't get to the fall. And then you're saying, why didn't I know about this? Or I wasn't expecting this. So it kind of just gives you a timeline as to start planning, maybe some announcements or some big projects right around these new energies that are moving in. Perfect. So thank you so much um, for listening today. Uh, We look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate wind And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.